Hello and welcome to the Cacophony. Today my brother and I will be discussing the Netflix show Midnight Mass. Join us as we discuss the characters, cinematography and all the things we loved and hated about the show. <laughs> okay, so uh, as I said earlier, we are going to be reviewing Midnight Mass and... Those of you who don't like spoilers, those of you who haven't seen it, this is not the show for you, okay? Watch the show so that you can partake fully in the rage <laughs> that I'm sure Mahal also feels, but I for damn sure feel about this show. Okay, now, before we get started, Mahal, what were your expectations of the show going into it? Had you seen the trailer? Did you have like a general idea of what to expect? Well, I saw a bit of the trailer and like that's when I added it to my list and all that. But from the trailer, I just kind of expected it was like a small town, like there's this hidden drama that no one really knows about. And, you know, like I was expecting like a very simple kind of secret of this town kind of story, mm-hmm. you know, town mystery vibes. But like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it is a mystery. Okay. Okay. Before we go too far, I didn't see a trailer, as you know. I just opened Netflix and it was the thing on the top of the screen thing there. And I didn't have the mental, emotional energy to scroll through the endless shows that Netflix has to find the right thing to watch. So within the first minute you get, or the, the first part of the show, you get the part where the younger brother to the guy who came out of jail, he's smoking weed with his friends. Yeah. And then they're like these eyes in the bushes somewhere, <laughs> right? So from that moment, I connected, okay, cool. It seems like this church thing seems like a big feature of the show. Yeah. And I thought that the guy who was coming back from jail was going to come back and be the pastor, you know, and that he turned his life around in jail and he's going to turn the whole town around. That's where my mind was at, right? From like, this is, this is how I'm telling you, like my mind was going in 500 directions because I had no idea what was going on. Now, after that scary little moment, and I'm like, oh, (laughs) this is a thriller. (laughs) What I was expecting was that whatever the scary element of the show is, I thought that it was going to be a physical manifestation of the fear that drives religions. Oh. oh. Do you get what I mean? Okay, I get you. So I was expecting this whole show to be like an allegory for, or like a metaphor, whatever the right word is, for the fear that kind of drives you know, commitment to a particular religion. You fear that you're going to go to hell. You fear that Jesus will, that God will strike you with the lightning or mm. all these kind of things that are very fear-based. I thought that this spooky thing was going to be it because it showed up when these kids were smoking weed, like yeah. committing somewhat of a sin, you know? And psychedelics too, so... Exactly. So that was my expectation and I was... I guess disappointed when it went in a, I mean, yeah, but okay. (laughs) So that's that. Now, my next question, 
<laughs> my next question to you is okay looking at how the story was told as a whole we're not going to get into the details <laughs> looking at the story for what it is and not what we expected it to be okay did you like the show Was it a good show? Okay, let's say was it was a good show. Whether you liked it or not, but was it a good show? I, I feel like it was. Okay, why? Well, for one, they didn't go for the general cliche ending of, well, they actually did. Fuck, they did. Hello. <laughs> they did. Okay, well, I mean, it was just a good show in the sense of I was actually very interested in what was going on and what would happen in the next episode. Mm-hmm. As well as, there were times where I had assumed what was going to like, what was the hidden mystery, or what was the mm. next episode gonna be about, and I was proven wrong, like yeah. about twice or so. So I was actually kind of happy that I couldn't just assume what was gonna happen next, which to me made it a better show. But the fact that um, what I thought was the logical, like, direction that it was gonna go, wasn't like wasn't what was chosen, and it was like done properly. Mm-hmm. Rather than just like, oh yeah, we chose this because we didn't want you to know what was going to happen. Yeah, you know. But I would say that it was a pretty good show. Yeah. Okay, so what were the things that what didn't you like aside from Bev? Because <laughs> oh my gosh, we'll discuss Bev later. Yeah, episode one. Oh, <laughs> and the thing is, I think what pissed me off about Bev. Side note, I know we said, but. <laughs> What pissed me off about Bev is the fact that I know people like Bev. I know people like Bev. <coughs> and I'm ashamed to say at some point I was a Bev in grade one. Oh. <laughs> I was an evangelist for the Lord. Okay, I didn't know anything else about life. It was my first time <laughs> stepping out into the world. And all I knew was that Jesus is here to smite. <laughs> <laughs> And okay. I'm seeing a lot of. <laughs> if you Smite don't know by chip. now, yeah. If you don't know by now, get your affairs in order, babe. Yeah. He's coming for you. Anyway, so I guess it's a party <laughs> self-hate. You know, hating a former version of myself. But the fact that, like, the amount of power that people like Bev have in real life, mm. in communities, and. It's just terrible. But okay, what didn't you like? Because I'm talking too much. What didn't you like? Well, I what I didn't like was stuff that you kind of just experience here and there mm. a few times. Was like how other people were acting sort of not like Bev, but had similar mindsets mm. to Bev, and like the guy her son, like men could not like live a young day without somebody being like, "Don't you want to join the church?" Oh, like yeah. to me, that was like I understood. Like I understood why they were doing that because the entire island basically follows us one, you know, really? religion. Yeah. So it's understandable that they would try and get newcomers or people that are staying there that are, you know, not going to that church to sort of join. Mm-hmm. But it did kind of just annoy me. Oh, sorry. It did just kind of annoy me a little bit that like this man could not breathe without somebody like. Oh, don't you want to join? Like, show the community that you care. Like, every two the... minutes they're reminding him that he that he's Muslim. And first of all, how could he forget? He prays five times a day. Okay, 
That's also the fact that they like went after his kid afterwards. Like yeah. that to me just felt very dirty. But it was kind of nice that like when the show ended that his son came back mm. to it, but it kind of in the most unfortunate. <laughs> so unfortunate. Like if this is what it takes. <laughs> I wanna you stay. We had to burn the whole town down. I got shot <laughs> twice for me to then say, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're right." And then burn afterwards. I mean, of course, because you didn't turn around in time. That's the problem. Oh, really put in the limits. <laughs> I know. Also, didn't he die at the end? Yeah, everyone died, babe. <sighs> everyone, oh, yeah, and it was so sad. It was like, I can't feel my legs. But then did you smile? It's just like, I understand her yeah. smiling, right? Mm. Because she understood where this gift in inverted commas came from. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it also was like a sign that that bigger vampire thing was dead. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Same. Um, but for me, what creeped me out was the boy, him him smiling. Is he smiling because it's a sign that the thing is dead? Or is he smiling that they're going away? Your man. Your man. So once you get to the mainland, don't start acting fresh like you don't know me. <laughs> Try and run away. Winter. <laughs> You're not getting off this boat without me. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So going down to the different characters, I think, or not the th- characters, but like the the different themes throughout the show. So one, where I think I got turned off by the show. So I really liked it, like in the first and second episode, because mm-hmm. it was a sense of mystery, and you know, whatever. Or maybe even to the third episode. Where it lost me. Where I just had enough. Was when vampires got into the mix. Yeah, that's... Vampires (laughs) were just so... So one, I knew that Monsignor, the original old guy, Mm. was long gone. I expected he was dead. Yeah, I thought that he was dead too, but I knew he wasn't coming back. But I did find it suspicious that this guy... Knew everyone. Um, he knew way too much about them. Like, if this guy was sick and delirious and fainted, you know, in the desert somewhere, how could he have told this guy this much information about these people? You know? Mm. So there was that. And, like, maybe him and Bev had a young catch-up, but Bev didn't seem to know much about him anyway, right? So there's that situation. Um, so I was already sort of, and the fact, like how he just appeared, you know, and the fact that the weird things happening in the town correlated with this prison guy and the pastor's arrival. Oh yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Oh, the priest's arrival. So the, he's suspicious, obviously. Now I don't like the vampire thing, and I think just Twilight. And all these other vampire shows that came out in, you know, that Twilight era kind of put me off vampires. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, but, like, I get it, though. I get the purpose that it served. 
um, for the show, I just, I don't know why I was so disappointed by the vampire element of it. To me, I think it was because it feels like a cop-out almost. It does. I think at this point, it's just, unfortunately, it muddies the water. Regardless of how good your story is, the vampire element kind of ruins things. It's like zombies. Yes. Like you can make another zombie movie, but it'll, it still has the same concept as everything else. Exactly. So you just already have an association with just zombies in general and vampires in general. So even if they try to create their own story, mm. once you put certain elements, we already see it as everything else. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. And also, I think another sort of running theme is like death. Especially in the latter episodes where the woman who had the miscarriage mm. and the prison guy um, having uh, they're having that conversation about where do you go when you die, you know? Um, and the fact that like this whole how death is just treated in this whole show was a bit of like an awkward no one was having like a natural response to the loss of life you know what I mean Bev walking in and the alcoholic being dead on the floor and her first one of her first questions is like do you feel guilty about this the Lord moved through you you know Mm. or the fact that Bev killed that guy's dog in the beginning and she was fine with it you know so it kind of was like telling how this whole community everybody suspects Bev (laughs) everybody knew it was Bev but because Jesus loves her more than everyone else, she's not going to pay the consequences. Oh, because she made everybody think that Jesus loves her more exactly. than Exactly. You know? Mm. And because of that, then it kind of like shows later when people are then running around and killing their neighbors and stuff. You mm. know? And it's just like, this. it's a slippery slope. A pretty steep slope. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so those are like things that came up for me at least. Well, I was like, okay, cool. They definitely seem to have like a hardcore focus on the idea of death, mm. you know. Um, and then I guess the vampirism makes sense. But yeah, okay. So what kind of stood out for you? Because you're like a film student, so I'm sure you had a more critical eye. Whereas here I was, watching it, expecting, you know, to get deep into. Why must you scare people into religion and got vampires instead? (laughs) (laughs) So what did you see? What popped out for you? I mean, I was trying to watch the film, but then I was just like, actually, let me focus on the story a little bit. Yeah. So I kind of got a little muddy on that. That's okay. (laughs) Say whatever. What stood out for you in general? I mean... Nothing really stood out because I mean it seemed like it was really filmed well. A lot of it seemed to be handheld for the sake of like um, showing. Like in the beginning, there was a lot of uh, fixed shots on like tripods and maybe like mechanics. Mm-hmm. But then around the second half, you can sort of sort of notice a lot more handheld movements mm-hmm. and everything. And I guess it was sort of to show the the was it the lack of stability in like their situation in the island situation mm. because even with like zoomed out shots it'd be moving it would be like it's just oh yeah here's the island Whereas i see i think there was one episode earlier where you saw the island you saw the island but like you were going to it towards it and everything mm. but it's just like little things like that which just 
added like a little bit of salt onto the onto the like <laughs> the story that I enjoyed. Okay. Cool. The lighting though at night. Like the moon is fucking bright. <laughs> right? Cause I know about like a filming trick where you put water to reflect light. Mm. But I wasn't seeing like yeah, the ocean is there. I guess it counts. Yeah, but the I ocean think... looks like it has a light source in it. Bruh, I thought I was the only one seeing this. These guys don't actually have night sight. Dude. Like, like when thingy, when um what's it called? Monga Pruitt. I'm terrible with names. Who's Pruitt? Pasta guy. The old one to new. Okay, okay, okay. Right. This is the same person. Yeah, but the younger one. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. in later episodes, like when he can't go outside during the day as much. Yes. Literally, there was, a, there was a point where I couldn't really tell the difference between night and day. Because it's like the outside nice. looks the same. Like it just looked more blue now. Mm. And that kind of annoyed me a little bit because I was just like, I know that street lights have like can be really bright sometimes but not so bright to the point where like you're starting to question whether or not what time of the day it is yeah and it's a very specific type of light it will have that yellow tinge mm. whereas there are scenes where prison guys walk into pregnant bay mm. and he's like outside in the street like it's just babes why are you <laughs> backlit <laughs> <laughs> standing in the doorway in the middle of the night yes. baby <laughs> no yeah okay and there's not enough windows in any of those houses for there to be that much lighting but that's just me <laughs> i guess so you're right you're right okay anything else well i saw that like it was just mainly the like the lighting that stood out to me that, that kind of annoyed me but i mm. of that fuck bev yeah. yeah fuck bev okay then who was your favorite character because we all know everyone hates bev mm. Uh, it's really hard to say because they all kind of have their own problems <laughs> okay but out of the obviously the key like six that uh-huh. we were conditioned to like um i kind of liked uh yeah was it lady miscarriage I yeah she was she was a nice vibe yeah um but if not her because i was like there was a point where I was just like, your logic doesn't make sense. Or at least, the fa- like, uh, like, she just doesn't finish a sentence. <laughs> like, don't just say, he's dead. Say, he died in front of me. So I'm not lying to you. It hurt me just as much. Like, why are you just tearing I up? That. But I can also but understand grief, why the mom. Mm. You know, maybe. Yeah, but I do. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Just, it's a thing that I've noticed in many shows when half sentences is how the story progresses. Yeah, poor, like the person is a great communicator the whole time. And then when it actually matters, they can't get, you know, their things together. Mm. Okay, cool. But yeah, I would say her. And then if not her, I would say Lisa. Who's Lisa? The paralyzed girl that could start walking. Oh, Okay. Lisa is not in my face, but my favorite scene of hers is when she goes to the guy's house Dude. and tells him, like, yo, the way I, like, I have been masturbating to the thought of your mother every day, but what you need to do is forgive yourself. That was, like, she, she did a good job. She, like, I, I love that scene. I was just like, damn. Kudos to her, kudos to her. Also, she, like, who would have known 
The moment she starts walking, she started running too. Straight to forgiveness. Yeah, but she was at church every day, every day. And they scare you into forgiving people because you're not going to make it into heaven with unforgiveness in your heart. See what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm not anti-religion. I'm just going to say this right now. (laughs) Grew up in the church. I'm still a hardcore supporter of people who decide to go to church. (laughs) But, (laughs) I mean... You see. Yeah, I've had front row seats to that situation, (laughs) you know? And it's not always a pretty picture. Although I do know that there are some churches that are conscientious about these things and try their best to be more focused on love and acceptance and it just being... But you get what I mean. Anyway, you know who my fave is? Aside from Pregnant Bane, Mm. I liked her from the beginning only because she didn't treat Prison Bane like he was a weirdo. She kind of just accepted him the moment he came back. Yeah, and she accepted that like she too was damaged in her own way. And has also kind of returned from some type of exile. Mm. Um, so I like that. But my faves was actually a lesbian doctor. I wanted to say her, but then I thought it was like too telling. <laughs> what? Too telling what? I don't know. I just really liked her. And I was just like, yeah. It's... And her mom, when she like healed up. The dementia left. Yeah, the dementia, I mean, come on. How many times are you going to tell us that's not your room? But, like, you just crawled out of a bed. Where are you going? Where are you going? You found this bed downstairs. Manger? Anyway. Um, and the mom, only because what I liked about her is that she was the first one to point out that this is not okay. This is not the proof that I know. Yeah, that this is not, this church is just, it's not it. There's something about the sermon that isn't doing it, you know? Whereas people, because this girl started walking, people weren't being critical anymore, you know? And the young little twist that Lesbian Bay is is Pruitt's daughter. And then, boom, die, same time. Wow, wow, wow. There were a lot of great moments in the show. That's all I'm going to say. A lot of great moments. Mm. It's just that vampire feeling just kind of left a taste. It did leave a taste. Although they were like, they they tried their best to make it tasteful. And even Pregnant Bay, like with the vampires eating her neck and she's cutting his wings slowly, slowly. Like that scene weirded me out a little and bit. I don't know why. I think it was mainly the part where she grabs the head and puts it back. I was like, yes! Mm, this is a little x-rated. <laughs> oh, I'm not like, I'm gonna like, should I look away? <laughs> Do you need a room? Dude. Does somebody need a condom? Like, should I close? <laughs> like, yeah. It was a bit strange. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to add about the show? Um, not really. Not really. So, what exactly is our rating? What do you think? So, it's out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, I like... So, my favorite thing is... My favorite color is green. And I love pot plants. So, let's pick a plant. 
Aloe. Okay, yeah. Aloe. Yeah. Right? So, five aloe vera plants. Yeah? Okay. And one obviously being, don't watch this. I'll never get this time back. And five being, wear the award that. Mm. Yeah? So, okay. Let's break it down into characters. Oh, into categories. Story. <laughs> like the story as a whole. Okay, well, the, yeah, I'll say like the underlying plot and everything. Mm-hmm. I'll give it four out of five stars. One, because nothing's perfect, but two, yeah. but two, because it was actually very interesting. It was just that vampire, like, excuse mm-hmm. that kind of left a little bit of a taste in the mouth, but outside of that, it was pretty interesting just to see the dynamic of each character and how, like, they slowly build up the story. And so, like, I'm not really making much sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. I hear you. But, like, I, I just like how the... What you call this? The interactions mm-hmm. between the characters and sort of... You can sort of see the reasoning behind everyone's choices in the story. Yeah. Outside of this vampire, you know, plot, plot line. But yeah, so, you know, with that, like either four or three and a half. Okay. So, yeah. All right, then. Um, I agree with you regarding, like, 3.5 aloes or four aloes. I would say that it's a pers- it's a matter of personal preference and I don't want to now like you know throw the baby out of the bathwater. I was still pleasantly surprised. There were a lot of great moments throughout mm-hmm. the show. Um and obviously the vampire thing wasn't enough of a turn off to get me to stop watching the show. Cuz as much as you know Mummy didn't raise a quitter. <laughs> I'm more than happy to leave the show halfway. I don't need that kind of closure in my life, you know? Yeah. But I was still invested enough in the show to follow through with it. Um so yeah, I would agree. Okay, cool. So I'm going to completely leave this next category to you. Okay. The category is cinematography of the show. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I said it was really good. I liked it a lot. I'd say like a 4.5. You know, okay. there were times where I was just like, maybe just shift the camera a little bit and you'll be able to see something more. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, there was, I forgot where, I forgot what happened in the scene, but there was a scene where like just the framing felt a little off. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if it was for like, like it had a purpose, like it was supposed to look like that to make you uncomfortable or yeah. to sort of get you annoyed, if you mean. <laughs> but it was just like, you know, you could have spread out the characters a little bit more, be able to actually see their whole face rather than just some half thing. Like they're not talking about something deep. But yeah, there was just that. But absolutely, other than that, like one scene that I remember, I like the cinematography and I like the fact that they started using more like semi shaky cam mm. around like the end because that's when start, stuff started to like just yeah, fall shaky. apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like this. So I say four point five. Um they there were times where I'm not gonna lie. Like the lighting mm. is what's keeping that point five. This is why I'm saying like four point five, but that they light. never had night time. 
Dude. Like, why were the floodlights always on? But yeah, okay, I get it. All right. So they lose 0.5 points for being shot in a stadium. Basically. <laughs> okay. Basically. All right then. So I would say basically in on average, it's basically like a four, four out of five star show. Yeah. Yeah. And especially for a Netflix show, which is basically the fast fashion of TV, it's <laughs> it's it's a pretty good job. Even in the context of Netflix, it did a good job. True. Would I see it on HBO? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No. no, they would have changed a few things. Yeah. Okay, so it's a Netflix four out of five. It's a Netflix four out of five. Definitely. But a real world three. An HBO two point five. Yeah, so it's a HBO. You you can't get at the club. Dude. Okay, cool. So thank you very much, Mahal, for chatting with me and actually watching the show when I asked you to watch it. Um, I'm sorry, I said so loud. Oh. No stress, no stress. Um, but yeah, so we will reconvene again. For annihilation, yeah? yeah. Do you have any parting words for the listeners, which is just you and me? Oh. <laughs> well, I hope everybody has a great time listening to this. And whatever you're doing, it will pass. If you're in a car crash, well, continue listening. Mm-hmm. You know, an unconscious body is still a view. Um, that's true. That's exactly. true. And it makes sure you listen to the end. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're gonna have a very interesting dream in that con in a coma state of yours. That's true. That's true. You need to keep talking to people when they're in a coma. All right. And from me, I'll say see you next time on Idols. Bye. <laughs>